Ladies and gentlemen, here we are once again at the Squares of the Round Table. I'm Jivan Ivan Rivera. Bad and bad, and of course, ah, shit, can I do that again? No. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Welcome anyway, back. Squares of the Round Table, and of course, uh, glad to be back here, along with uh, Mike and Jeff. Hey. Yeah, man. the shortest month in the history of mankind. You really? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, like I like I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, all my plans went south due to personal sensibilities and uh, of which I don't want to speak on here. But <clears throat> uh, as far as everything else is concerned, yeah, being lonely sucks. So uh, yeah, you're never I'm alone, back. Ivan. We're in your heart. You got cats. <laughs> yeah, uh, that yeah, I got cats, and I got my best friends, and I got cats. Yeah, so I guess I'm yeah, not. You got pussy at home. What do you want? Well, it's not Wrong pussy kind. that I use. That pussy that I can use. Well, so, yeah. So it's not those, pussy those you, it's not it's pussy pussy. you should use. Yikes! No, no, um, no, it's not pussy I should use. No, not not in the least bit. But yeah, it's in. Uh, how am I sounding today? Just asking a question here. You sound good. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, I'm uh, talking through a new microphone, so I'm very happy. All right. Yeah, you sound uh, looks great. Like well, you know, it's just an RG77 uh, mock-up, and, you know, it's really kind of cute. You know, it more, looks more like a toy than an actual professional piece of equipment, but it does seems to do the job nicely. So All right. I think RD77 was Obi-Wan's during the Clone Wars. Was that his, uh, his, his droid? You think yeah. so? Maybe. I thought he uh, just had sex uh, with uh, BB-8. Okay, if, uh, if RD77 was, was Obi-Wan's uh, whatever the whatchamacallit droid. is, Droid that he was named after a very famous ribbon microphone. Oh. Well, maybe I don't know. Well, yeah, no, a long time ago, and a ribbon microphone far, far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> somebody, somebody didn't do the research. So you just, <laughs> so you just been chilling, huh? You just been well, laying low. Well, just you know, laying low and just, just trying to get over the anxiety of just being outside. And, uh, you know, my, you know, Soraya has been helping me out quite a bit with that, you know, here and there, you know, it, it still unnerves me just, uh, you know, be out in the public, let alone with a whole lot of other people. And it's, you know, but, uh, and like I had mentioned before I left on my hiatus, um, was the fact that, yeah, I had. Tried to make some plans. Well, financials fell through. Then, uh, through uh, Julie's um, illness, kind of put everything out of reach for for us. So, and uh, yeah, well. and and you know, I mean, I, I not only not only was she not here in August, but now she's not here in September either. And uh, so, it's just that type of thing where she's been spending more time. In Indiana, because you know, I mean, when a person has a stroke, it's it's no joke. And because um, when people want to, when people have a stroke, you definitely want to live in Indiana. Well, I mean, nobody wants to. Well, I mean, anywhere, I mean, just a stroke is just a bad thing. And you know, we didn't even know it happened. That's the scary part. You mm-hmm. know, the not knowing that it happened to you, and then you have tests, and then doctor tells you, "Oh yeah, did you know you had a stroke?" And you're like, oh my god, 
yeah, all right, that changes the dynamic of a lot of things. He's going for therapy because she can't get around very well. And it's, she, can she drive? Uh, she has to drive during daytime hours because her orientation at night is not very good. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and the fact that uh, you know she's got some coordination and balancing issues right now, right. Uh, they're still trying to figure out how much damage she's gotten into. But yeah, it, it's been a very you know it's been a very heart heavy and head heavy uh, last seven or eight weeks, and uh, you know and and uh, yeah, I was looking to get away. I was looking to try to you know, try to work this thing out so that way I could do things and and go places. And now everything just went out the way it did. And yeah, it did. So finally I figured, well, 20 days into September, well, I, what am I waiting on? I mean, you know, I'm here alone and I'm going to, and I'm lonely and I just want to come back out. So out I came. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I mean, uh, and the fact that the uh, band, on Facebook is looming large, which everybody is now flocking to uh, Mixcloud, and I'm I'm uh, very curious to see how they're going to navigate that situation on Mixcloud. I mean, I you know, and and uh, just the whole future of the whole virtual disc jockey personalities everywhere. I mean, you would think that uh, a situation like you know Facebook and Instagram and that this would be the thing that would be embracing this type of sensibility, trying to keep people connected and music being such a powerful, calming, wonderful force that it is. But I just can't help but think that like everything else, money is the common denominator about everything. You know, money does indeed change everything. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> so, so you, you're no longer going to be, Facebook living soon? Well, not when Facebook Live is looking to uh, incorporate a tone, which will make the uh, sound on your DJ set almost un- unaudible. You, you 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 can't you can't listen to it. It's that it's going to be like distorted. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where they're going. No, that sucks. Well, so, I mean, the problem this this has always been. It's kind of funny. This has been a problem for a little while now, you know, which is, you know, which, which is the fact that you have people who want to do this stuff and do independent and do some DJing and do stuff like that and be on like this. But at the same time, you've got, you know, I, I hate to say it, you've got people who want to get paid and, and, and this becomes an issue. And and I don't know what the real answer to some of this is, and, well, and that's, I, that's I, the that's the problem. I mean, that's well, a lot. I, I mean, I that's give, a lot. I can give you, I can give you the bottom line to that whole situation. I know it verbatim, and it comes right down to a thing that I've been talking about. Show you know many shows over, and you know I'll make it. I'll make it uh, brief, and that is royalties and copyrights are still being pocketed by those who no longer will benefit from those royalties or copyrights. I mean, uh, a good example of that, I was watching a motion picture uh, called Cedar Things the Blues, and they had an interview with its director, who was an independent filmmaker by the name of Nina Paley. 
Anita Paley, in order for her to get the 11 songs for her cartoon, for her animated masterwork, which has won a number of awards. But see, when she went in, she put in all the production work. She did the animation. She did the... uh, the editing, she did the storyline. I mean, she was... But but she's got a soundtrack, right? Right, but here's the catch, all right? So she really wanted to do this work and basically bit a bullet to incorporate the songs of Annette Hanshaw. Now, we're talking songs that were recorded between 1927 and 1933. Okay. Now, the process being what it is, is that... Since those uh, copyrights were pretty much written back to the labels, because okay, little story on that is that uh, you know when they when when she signed away her rights, like many 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 artists, knowingly or unknowingly, sign away their rights. Now the lawyers own them, you know, in the big label world, and that's why it's still such a presence today because the people who signed away their rights and such unknowingly or knowingly. Now, those are the people that get paid now. Did you know that it cost Nina Paley $220,000 for 11 songs from Annette Hanshaw? Annette Hanshaw passed away in 1985. So here you've got four separate people that are splitting the rights of all of that music, corporate people, you know, lawyers and such. You know, people that it's just a money line to them. There's no vested interest in the artist. Who cares? But if we can still make money off the dead, we're going to do it. Yeah, and but that- oh, Ivan, hold on a second. At the same time, I understand where you're coming from. But but at the same time, look, this is this is how it this is how it works. You well, know, no, like, I, I mean, wait, I mean, here's the deal. You know, like, for example, that's like and, and, and I'm, I'll use an example where it's not like that. But like, for example, Michael Jackson died. OK, his kids. His kids basically own his library and ironically now the Beatles library. OK, well, and okay. they're going to be able to live off that the rest of their lives. Well, um, I understand. Um, Didn't I understand. Paul get uh, the Beatles uh, catalog Michael back? Jackson sold his library, his rights, to Paul McCartney. Well, maybe he did. Yeah, I think, yeah he, I think the, I think uh, Paul got the yeah. Beatles catalog back, I think. Did he really? Uh, okay. Paul got, the, Paul got the Beatles catalog after, you know, okay, that's another story. But that's another whole say, story. Another whole story. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, those who are entitled to those royalties, yes, God bless them. Let them get their royalties. But more times than not, that is not the case. That is true. That is not the case. I mean, your man Superman, you know, your, your, your superhero, the S, you know, Schuster, the last name is what mm-hmm. that is. And, and was the other guy Stiegel? Stiegel and Schuster. Yeah. And right, and they've been fighting. They've been fighting around with DC at certain times over the That's years. That's why I took uh, Batman, uh, Superman Returns. It took them forever to get that film made. And the reason why, and the reason why that was, was because they sold the rights to Superman for a mere three hundred dollars. Did you know that? 
No, you did. Like I said, I mean, I'm aware so, that so these so things are so Ivan. Yeah, and, through, and the letter exactly. law says they are the owners of the content. They are the owners of the content, which, yes, they uh, are the owners sucks. of the And it sucks. But the point of the matter is, yeah, things could be worked out that everybody wins, but nobody wants to go to the legwork and nobody wants to do any of that because if it ain't broke, why fix it? So this is why, you know, you got disc jockeys like myself, you know, who don't get paid a dime, not a dime, okay? I go on Facebook, I don't make a dime, okay? But you did do the streaming ones for, like, the ones for Logan Arcade. Yeah, I did the ones for Twitch. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you know, that's Twitch, and which the same thing is going to happen with Twitch now, too. Okay, so now, you know, which, and I can't blame any of the situation. It's because of the death hold of the copyrights and the royalties. Okay, we can't do nothing about that. But a lot of people do not understand. They think, oh, it's Facebook that doesn't want us to do this. It's Instagram that doesn't want us to do this. It's Twitch that doesn't want to. No, it's not. It's not. A lot of people are misplacing the blame. That's the owners of the content. It's yeah. the owners of the content, which, yes, those owners of the content are the ones, you know, he who has the gold makes the rules. Well, but this goes, I mean, look, this goes back to, I mean, if we really want to go here, I mean, this well, goes this back goes, as far as, this goes happened. back as far as, this goes back as far as, you know, back in the 90s with Napster, when, you know, you had, what's his name, Lars from Metallica and Lars Dr. Ulrich, Dre. Yeah. Right, Dr. Dre bitching about the fact that they weren't making nearly the money they should be making because, you know, this stuff was getting ripped off Napster and all these places. And, well, yeah. and, and so they didn't, people didn't have to pay rights. And, and you, we heard stories back in the day about, you know, grandparents who were getting sued by the recording industry because some, some grandchild of theirs put $60,000 worth of music on their, la- on their computer and they didn't know. And before that, when you had when home computers were really, really early stages, you had um, record stores who were returning CDs and selling used CDs. Right. And just before, like the Internet took off or like, you know, back in the mid to late 90s when everyone had a home computer, used CDs were an issue because the record store was getting their money back and that wasn't going to the artists either. Nope, they weren't. And the whole the whole ripoff of musicians happened since the beginning. This is not a new thing. No, it's it, not. No, it's not. No, because it, I mean it's been configured and reconfigured since the dawn of recorded media. Right, it's the dawn of recorded media. We're talking a hundred and forty years of recorded well, that's, media. That's a lot of years. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm sorry for your situation, man. It sucks. Well, you know, I mean, well, so now, um, now here it is, just like I was, you know, I was railroaded off of, you know, phone, you know, you know, regular phone line at home to now carrying a cell phone and being railroaded into uh, having to get all my information in my ducks in a row because now everything's on my phone. Now I'm being railroaded again. Because now I got to find another way to express myself as a creative sensibility, like the millions of creative people out there who even now, with times being what they are, you would think that, you know, there would be more avenues opening up 
instead of instead of closing down. I mean, we have enough stuff closing down already. We have enough stuff already being pushed to the side. There's a lot of situations that are gone, gone. Yep, yep. This uh, last six months uh, has been rough. Yeah, the last six months. Well, the restaurant business, a lot of restaurants, a couple of restaurants here in town closed down for good. Yeah, uh, the the, the district up here in Logan Square, it's a ghost town. It's a ghost town. Okay, you know how scary it is to go walk outside. I, I, I went out. I walked, you know, to the to the the Logan Square, you know, statue in the middle, you know, in that island there. And I sat there, and I looked around, and you know, I looked at the remnants of the boarded up buildings from all of the all of the looting and 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 and, and everything that happened, you know which had nothing to do with the protesters, by the way. But as far as um, that, of course, everything being closed, shuttered, dark, a lot of uh, places empty. But yet, there is the big target, bigger than life. And across the street, there's my favorite pizza place, nothing more than a shadow of its former glory, a place that I went to for close to 40 years. Poof. Well, but you know what? I got to tell you, some of that is, some of that's on, and it's gonna, this, I'm just going to be honest. Some of this is on us, which is, which is, you know, there, and and when I say us, I don't mean me, you and me, you and Mike. I mean, just in in general, in general, that, 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 you know, this is, you know, the ray. Look, the the Amazons and and the WalMarts and and all those and and all those guys. Yeah, they're they're getting richer, and this has been a problem for a while. But you know, like and I said, the, I mean, and to uh, me, the Rona exacerbated the situation. Right. Sure. And and, yeah. and it nothing done nothing but accelerate the fortunes. Sure. That that are happening everywhere. Right. And, but and but I, just, I mean, the point being. I guess here's my question to you, which is, yeah. you know, like I, like I said, you, you know, you're sitting there talking about, okay, well, you know, where, where are the venues? What's going on? What's going on? Where, I mean, to me, this isn't, I mean, in some ways this isn't new. The, the no. problems that you're running into aren't new. This has been a problem for a while in that it's, it's not, and, and, Unfortunately, this is this is where it is at, at this point, which is, yeah, you're right. I mean, people don't grasp unless you're unless you're an actual artist and you're doing your own music, you know, then Facebook isn't going to shut it down. Or if you're at a concert live, it doesn't seem to shut it down. But when you're doing stuff like DJing, it shuts it down. Well, um, yeah, and, and I which is interesting, which is interesting. <laughs> Because cause apparently DJing is not considered a form of artistry, but we won't get into that. Well, um, no, no, you, raise, you, raise a very, you, you raise a very valid point. In fact, there was something going around this city a few years back. Is DJing an art form? And that was the question that, well, if DJing is an art form, is it a taxable, is it a taxable art form? Okay, is it something that can you know we can like 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 servers like you know waiters mm-hmm. and 
and and and and and you know bar backs and such. If we tip the DJ, can we stick our fingers into the DJ's pocket? Take money from those tips. I mean, does that, is that enough of an artistry to be able to do such a thing? And I don't know where that argument went later because right now it is not in my gray matter, you know. Board. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's like the Starbucks has a tip jar, the Subway has a tip jar, the Dunkin' yeah. Donuts has a tip jar. Right, you right. Like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I would think that. You know, I don't I mean, I don't have good I don't have a good answer. I mean, I just think it's kind of interesting to me because there are some there are some answers, I think, that are out there that people aren't looking at for this. But, you know, they they. Well, I feel because I think I mean, but I just feel that there's for them, there's no money in it. OK, and that's and that's and that's the drive out of this whole thing. It's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamin. Well, sure it is. The dead presidents. You well, know, sure it as, is. But, but again, as, here's the problem. The problem is, is that Facebook doesn't want to have to pay it, and they don't think they should have to, which to well, me, okay. there's a part of me where I get that argument at the I same do. time. It, it's, 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 it's not like you guys can, you know, we, you guys are going to be... I mean, I mean, yeah, and the point of the matter is, okay, the vast majority... I would have to say, you know, let me let me put it in the the last ten years, okay? Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people who DJ and such in the last ten years are working from used goods in many cases. In fact, eighty percent of the presentations of DJs in the last ten years are, you know, from records that have been bought on their own or were passed on through. Uh, secondhand, which, you know, there's no taxing on secondhand goods. <clears throat> so I'm thinking, how does, how do they figure on uh, trying to make money on money that's already been paid for that money? So wait, I have a question for you, because seriously, now I'm thinking about this. Because yeah. lately, I've been picking up, I, on my Facebook feed, I've been picking up Julian Jumpin' Perez. Right. And he's been on doing his DJ thing when he's live. Right. And I don't see them nerfing that. You know why? I'll tell no, you No, I why. don't. That's why I'm asking. Why? Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because there is a little known protocol, a blanket agreement, which I've mentioned many times over. If you go to Resnick, when you go to Resnick Music and you say, okay, guys, uh, this is my body of work. This is what I want to use. This is what's in my, this is what's in my play box. Okay, how much is this going to cost me per? You know, what's the percentage of the music that I'm doing? A percent, and how much is this percentage? Are you going to take out of the fact that I'm doing thirty minutes or an hour on Facebook? See, there are ways that that could be done without having to incorporate Facebook on it because the disc jockey Jumpy Julian Perez and especially since he was a you know he was he's a known radio personality a club DJ he's got a lot of history mm-hmm. he in fact is an artist but he is also a DJ so that's where the line gets blurred okay and the fact that you know he went to these people and said okay so he, he well, got permission from the people who own the music he got, yeah, he got permission and he paid in 
to those people who had the music, okay? Now, if something could be arranged where, okay, let's just say, you know, because it's made up of two big big companies, ASCAP, which is the older of the two, and then Broadcast Music Incorporated, basically the bastard child of all other genres outside of popular music, okay? Basically, BMI is kind of like the uh, the island of lost music, you know, and the BMI is the big lion who says any any genre that is not popular music is welcome here, you know, because they didn't think there was no money in it. When they found out that there was, that's when everything got crazy. But <clears throat> so here it is. Yeah, he paid his dues. To the people who own the rights. Well, why can't the rest of us, through some kind of an agreement, if they make, if they told us, if they tell us, how much will it cost for us to be able to spin our music, and we'll be happy to pay that percentage. Granted, if we are given the right to be paid, so we could pay you. Okay, so there it is. There's a situation that can be made if the thought and the legwork would be put in it. But, you know, only the people like Julian Jump and Perez and, 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 and you know, and, and many, many others who know this little-known protocol. Well, why can't that little-known protocol be made available for the rest of us, you know, weekend warriors and wannabe DJs? And, 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 and you know what? The vast majority of the people who DJ <clears> – <throat> On Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere else, I would say the vast majority of them. I say I would say a good twenty-five percent of them. Yeah, they want to get paid. All right, you've been well, out there. We all want to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all want to get paid. But then you got people like me who just do it for the sheer joy of trying to make the world a nicer place. So what happens to a guy like me? Well. There are ways. Well, I don't want to get into it now, but there are ways around all of this. But I don't oh, want to course, get into it. Of, of course, well, we won't expound on that. But I'm just, it's just it's food for thought, and I'm gonna. I mean, gonna... off the top of my head, my first reaction to you is I can name you a, a, a way that you could promote yourself right now, and and quite frankly, there's not much they could do. Well, but, yeah. But in fairness, it's it's it's. You know, you're not on you're not on the internet. Do- well, you're sort of on the internet doing it, which obviously the only thing would be is you got to pay fifteen bucks a month for Zoom. Well, and and I got no problem with that. In fact, right now um, I'm going after the premium package for Mixcloud. Uh, you know, I got my my daughter's uh, boyfriend coming mm-hmm. here. He's going to set up my laptop, and that's the only thing the laptop's going to do. It's going to be my interface. To the Big Cloud Universe at nine ninety nine a month, okay. which which I have no problem with that. It's just sad that you know something that was supposed to bring you know a situation together joyously without any boundaries. Now, after almost uh, eleven years, now it's starting to like get you know everything is boxed again on Mister Mike Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, and. Uh, so with that being said, uh, yeah, Mark had a great idea. He just didn't think it through very well. <laughs> well, he thought it through. He thought it through just fine. The problem is, the problem is, is that you know, at no point was this 
you know, at certain points, it's, I don't think at any point they thought they're, they thought, okay, we're ever going to get to this point of where we need to consider stuff like this. But, you know, and, and it's not just Facebook. I mean, look, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, you can't really do this on, on, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how you do it on Twitter, you know. Well, I, I know. I've, I've Although definitely... isn't Twitch, isn't Twitch connected with Twitter, I thought, or something like that, or no, Periscope, or. No, Twitch is, is his own. Another company, yeah. No, but no, but there's something that that hooks in. There's one of them where you can live stream on onto Twitter, and I can't remember which one it is. Well, I know, I know. Well, for me, Snapchat or one of those. I don't know. I want to say, I want to say it's Periscope that can go straight to that can go straight to Twitter. Periscope still a thing? I don't know anybody who knows. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) yeah, that that that's got me baffled too. But yeah, as far as the Twitter thing was concerned, though, yeah. When I went there and I was under the guise of, okay, this is great. I can do this without getting, you know, without having my, uh, my, 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 uh, my stream bastardized. And, uh, now, you know, uh, the point of the matter is, cause see, that's a, that's a game stream. That's a gamer stream. So the vast majority of everybody that's on Twitch, they're gaming and we're talking well, about, well, it's, it's kind of starting to change a little bit. I mean, I'm hearing I'm hearing radio stations are starting to do live streams on Twitch too. Well, so yeah, that might be part of the problem. Part of the problem is is that Twitch has become more popular of 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 late to do quite a bit more than just gamers and what you're well, doing. Yeah, well, that's because that's because I went on there and they had you know who, who are you and I'm like I'm a DJ. Okay, here you are, plop, you know. Yeah, it's still ahead, uh, wild and free. It's the it basically it's the wild west of internet. And for a little while, I got to as far as pretty live free. video streaming, yeah, yeah, the live video streaming, yeah. You know, I was able to go out there and y- yippee kaye. You know, MFF going to go ahead and just do this for three, four, five hours in a in a shift, and then go back, and I'm like, oh, it's still there. But now. Uh, since they started cracking down, now it's the muting game with them, and their mute, their mute basically starts off when I say my first words, and then the rest of it is just plain gone. So I mean, they don't they don't go up and down like they do on Facebook. They just but it's whack. not, but it doesn't happen in real time. It's after the video is posted. Yeah, it's after the after the video is posted. No, it so you get one good run, and that's yeah, why. when you're live, and then that's it. Right, and then you know you record it on it alternate source and then you know off you go to uh soundcloud and be done yeah. where i've already done some soundcloud already in fact i released two uh two shows to soundcloud to test it i really like it a lot i'm very happy with it and you know rather or not i you know the the whole personal uh aspect of it you know being on camera you know because i'm that guy you know i don't mind mugging and air guitaring and just being a total goofball, you know, in front of the lens and everything like that. Because to me, you know, when it's going on, I mean, I'm not even aware of any of it. I'm just doing what I'm doing. And, you know, then when I look back on it and I'm like, oh, my gosh, wow. You know, I don't know what happens during the time I do the thing. It's like when a DJ plays, you know, it's like when you game, you get in the zone and you become that thing that you're into. So with that in mind, you know, uh, do I mind going back to sound to SoundCloud and just be the uh, just be the the mysterious person behind the 
person makes it a record. I have no problem. It's just like being on radio, you know, and that, that, that doesn't bother me neither here nor there. But there are those who like that aspect, you know, of being in front of the camera and, you know, showing it off and showing it up and, you know, the bragging rights, you know, hey, I got this, you got that, you know, and everything else, that whole personal exchange. But, mm-hmm. you know, but that that's me. I mean, to, for me to be on camera is neither here nor there for me, you know, but I mean, I, I like it, but I can, I can live without it, you know. So, but there's a lot of people out there that, you know, that they think differently, which is fine. I mean, you know, as far as like with any of that, you know, once upon a time I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to, you know, I actually wanted to make a movie once upon a time, but yeah, <laughs> dreams of folly. You, you want to be in pictures. You want to be in pictures. <clears throat> so wait, Mike, so didn't you go, you had a con this weekend, sort yes. of, right? Went to Dairy Con. This is my mm-hmm. 16th visit to this convention. That's got to be strange with all the 20th, social distancing, right? Yeah, it was different this year. It was shorter than usual. Uh, the hours were abridged. The activities were reduced. And, of course, attendance was a little low. And I say about 80% of what it normally was. But the thing is, like, this is my first time at a hotel mm-hmm. post Rona. And mm. that was interesting. I mean, we all had our rooms and it was all good. Of course, obviously, it was no uh, buffet breakfast. Our complimentary breakfast was like a granola bar and an apple in a bag. So we're like, all, mm-hmm. all, all, all that. Um, and the, the I'm sorry, what was endless, that, Ivan? I said, from that all the way from the endless plate of bacon. Yeah, no, no bowls of bacon here. And the exercise room and the pool had to be by appointment, so you couldn't just jump in. Stop you had to go to the front desk, and like your room key wouldn't unlock the door. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so well. So we had food delivered, and on Friday we didn't dine out, as we normally do. And that Saturday we had a show, and everybody wore masks. Everybody that we had the sanitizing station by the door. We had people were checking temperatures at the door, so. We were all right. very careful, and it was a big space, so we had plenty of room to keep our six feet. But we ended the show early, and well, now, I mean, we're three days in, so we'll make another wait and see, you know, wait the 14 days, and so far, so good. Nobody's gotten ill or tested positive, so fingers crossed. But this was originally planned in April, but then the governor of Wisconsin shut like, you know, gatherings of less than 50 people uh, down. And that's just, I think it was, no, it was down, they got it down to 25, I think, at one point, like in late March, when right mm-hmm. when it was at the, the, the height of the, um, when it really, when the, when the lockdowns really uh, hit in. So we'd leave better, anything's better than nothing. And um, yeah. as of now, the Kane County show, the big toy show in St. Charles is still on. But there will be social distancing there, too. And, um, of course, they were better off with just having the big, uh, like, the chicken coops. Like, the King County Fairground is, like, a lot of, like, open areas for, like, livestock. Mm-hmm. So that's where you have some of the tables. So we'll see if that toy show is going to be affected. But there will be indoor buildings. And I'm sure, I assume there's going to be 
like limited capacity, like at the Walmart, you know, like they'll only allow so many people in at a time. You know, people will wait. You have to, as people leave, you got to walk, you can walk in. But yeah, uh, Dairy Con was certainly different this year, but I got a couple good things. I got uh, finished that studio series Devastator from Revenge Whoa. of the Fallen, like eight pieces. They uh-huh. you, they sprawled it over like a year and a half. <laughs> so I found the last one. So. And I found these, um, this I guess called Retro Play of uh, Skeletor and He-Man. They look just like the original toys from yeah. the uh, 80s. Cool. But they have advanced, like the, the, the articulation is more advanced. They have like disc hinges to hide like this like it's more way more plausible than the originals are it's not just like the you know the elbows and knees and and uh ankle pivots so mm-hmm. and a, you had a ball joint on the head so it doesn't just swivel left and right but it's cool it's interesting that they took a uh, take on that um but yeah i had a good weekend though and, and uh, of course we missed you ivan i mailed out your t-shirt today oh thank you very much i mean that's very that's very kind. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, no problem. We all miss. So you how many? Out. How many would you say you had? I'd say maybe about eighty-five, maybe ninety okay. people uh, total. Where yeah. usually we're like maybe like one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I like think still it's a modestly sized show, and with the large enough venue mm-hmm. that we had, and of course during setup, and of course at the end of the day, we were able to just pop the side garage doors open to help you know circulate the air and get. Uh, you know, help with that regard, but it went uh, it went well. So is it pretty time. much just going around and buying things, or it's it yeah? What, there was like prizes, it? like you can donate, like we, when we have people who spin a wheel. Where I think when they had, um, and so you didn't have to touch the wheel. We had mm-hmm. tongue depressors, so you God. use the tongue depressor to spin the wheel. That way you don't touch the wheel. Tongue depressor the wheel. That's right. <laughs> That's clever. But only Fred, man, let me tell you, gotta love him. <laughs> well, and he was the one, like he had gloves and he had a face mask and the and the N ninety five uh mask with the um with the ventilator on it. So Did anybody yeah. have like a mask to where they made himself look like Optimus Prime? No, no one was wearing like the the role play Optimus Primes. Although Because, uh, like his front panel look, almost looks like a, ma- a face mask in some way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did wear a cow print uh, mask I saw that. That, I wore, that I got on eBay uh, like that a few months cool. ago. So. I saw that. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. It was, you know, like I said, it was different. It'll be one for the record books, but it was fun, though. Had a good time. I did. So the, basically see... it went from it went from bowls of bacon to like here, have a granola bar. Yeah, the complimentary <laughs> breakfast was kind of bullshit. So, I'm just um. And that, what, so what, just, chain, what chain is this? What chain? This was uh, yeah. Holiday Inn. Really? Wow. Yeah, and uh, so they this couldn't is the like, figure week. out a way. They couldn't figure uh, out a way to like give you what you wanted and still do it, huh? Yeah, there's wow. some buffets like there's like there's a chain uh, up north called uh, Pizza Ranch. Where mm-hmm. they have a buffet, but of course, uh, what they do is, I guess, you can sit down in a restaurant, but the you ask what you want from the buffet, and then the mm-hmm. waitress will bring it to you. So that way, you're not actually at the buffet. The waitress grabs the food for you. Yeah. But now, there was no uh, complimentary breakfast uh, buffet that we normally have. So well, no, no eggs, no orange juice, nope. no toast, no links. And of course, the price—the price on the room was about the same as usual. Well, though. we did get the convention rate, 
And it's, oh, it was boy. a nice room. But... Oh, well, how, how filled? How filled was the hotel, though? I mean, I, I would imagine that. No, I like I didn't see another person walk in or out of a hotel room, other than us. I mean, like the the hotel was quite empty. Okay. Not a lot of us stayed there Friday night. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like two or three other people. I mean, there other cars parked, but I mean, it's not like a lot of nights like. Where you wake up and or you 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 park after dinner and you you try to find a spot close to the door, mm-hmm. that was not an issue. Yeah, wow. yeah, not a lot of people stay in hotels except for just people who have to travel f- for a business. Yeah, well, that's why I was kind of curious because like you're the first person I've talked to that any that's there's been any sort of con that I've heard that's tried to go for it in person. So that's why I was kind of curious a little bit more about it because, you know, like a lot of the gaming conventions are just like, nope, not doing it. Virtual. We're going to yeah. go virtual or we'll see you next year. You know, even the comic conventions the same way where it's like, okay, we're, we're all going to go virtual or, or we'll see you next year or that kind of thing. So yeah. that's why I was a little curious just from a perspective of, okay, yeah, we had a show, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I think it was, a, like, two months ago or something, We had a, you posted something on the Squares page about a, a toy show in Florida or something. Yeah, and, there was and, that. Yeah, somebody blogged about it, and I guess those, yeah, that was they a, weren't... That they was weren't, a nightmare mess, too, and they weren't, from what I hear. They weren't, bearing, they weren't being very safety conscious. No, not at all. No. So, but at least we were. Our convention was, and everybody, yeah. there were no Karens. No one stomped their feet and made a made a mess or had a fit or anything. We all wore our masks and we all played it safe. Not nobody screaming, "I got my rights" or anything. Yeah, like no, that. my liberty. Yeah, no, none of that. Okay. No, none of that. No. But, it was fine, though. I finished watching that uh, Netflix documentary, the, um, uh, was it High Score? was the name of it? We talked about it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what was that? Ivan? What? Oh, how you doing? Oh, the, just the, the gain on your, on your microphone is, uh. I think it's, I think it's, it's his air conditioner. Ivan, you next to your air conditioner? Pardon? Are you by the air conditioner? One in the front room. Okay. Because I get a lot of noise on your end. I can touch it up. That's okay. But I finished the documentary called High Score. Just dealt with the last two episodes. Dealt with, I think, fighting games. And the last episode was about um, Doom and how that okay. became an online, without, like, online gaming and, or virtual gaming was the birth of that. And hopefully there'll be a few more episodes, maybe about, um, this was like, most of it was about console gaming. But it wasn't so much about interactive, like playing against a guy like across the planet or something like that. That was that's yeah. what Doom and uh, was it? Um, what was the that was the game that preceded it? Oh, um, Wolfenstein. Did Wolfenstein allow for that? Wow. Well, I, I didn't don't, realize I don't that Wolfenstein did it. No, I think that was just no. I don't think it was on. It was it was online gaming, but it was just PC gaming in general. Mm. But it was it was interesting though. But no, I'm sorry, I have not seen 
the finale of Stargirl yet. I need to get to that. It's on. No, the, hey, I had a feeling you had. It's on the front but... burner. And I talked last week about the Superman Man of Tomorrow from uh, it was free on Disney Fandom. But no, yeah. I think that's all I did. No, hmm. I understand. I caught. Um, so Fox is airing what's called LA's finest. And I think we talked about this a while back, which was there was, um, I can't remember if it was Jerry Bruckheimer or who it was, where they were in the process of trying to spin off Gabrielle Union's character from Bad Boys 2, uh, who plays Martin Lawrence's character's sister. Mm -hmm. And um, they were going to spin that off and they were going to have Jessica Alba. And it didn't get picked up by a network. But my understanding is it got picked up by a streamer called Spectrum. And they had their first season, but I never now, heard of that one. right? But now apparently, Fox has picked it up for the for, for the for the season because you know everybody sh- everybody's short, you know, content at the moment. Yeah. So um, I don't, you know, obviously I'm assuming it got cut down in terms of some of the content or possibilities or what was in it. But uh, it was interesting, you know, the the production values. Are really pretty good. Um, you know, it's Gabrielle Union, Jessica Alba. I mean, how often you're going to get that for a, for um, you know for a show? So, um, pretty action packed. Um, very much a cop thing. I mean, there were certainly some alluded points to you know the Bad Boys franchise, and um, I mean, it was a decent watch. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Um, if it's worthwhile, but for a first episode, not bad. Um, definitely something to catch if you're looking for something with, with some action, some pop. The only thing I think was interesting is, um, you know, it's funny because Gabrielle Union's the one who's kind of dressing kind of flashy and like Jessica Alba is like literally like acting like a mom or something like that with the way she dresses. And I'm just like, oh, geez, come on. Didn't she play Sue Storm? Did she? Yeah, she did. Didn't she? Yeah, those fantastic four movies. And then she did that. Yeah, she did that. She did that Dark Angel movie show on Fox, where she was wearing a whole bunch of stuff, and everybody was always like, "Oh, wow, Jessica Alba, boom, 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 boom." You know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I know she got real annoyed about being a sex symbol. But um, yeah, I mean, not 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 bad. It's it's you know worth taking a look at. Considering that um, otherwise, you, you know, unless you had this spectrum, which it sounds like nobody really has. Um, and I'm curious who did have it. But you say it's like on I Fox's said, uh, streaming. It's on, well, it's on Fox, regular Fox. OK, it's broadcast. OK, right. They moved it. to. They basically they took their season one and moved to broadcast. Kind of like how CBS is going to do that with Discovery, where they're going to do season one of Discovery on on CBS Network. So. You know that's that's kind of where things are at at the moment with all that. But um, yeah, no, like I said, I'm trying to think of anything else I caught. I finally got through the end of Brave New World, by the way. You finished that um, series? I finally finished it. Um, it is kind of whacked out, and you know they do leave it kind of open ended for a second season. You know if you are familiar with Grant Morrison, you definitely at points, I'm like, yeah, I can tell Grant Morrison was involved in this. Um, Cause it gets kind of weird at points. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. Uh, definitely 
worth seeing. And you know, if you're, I hate to say it this way, but if you're a guy, yeah, there are a lot of naked women in that in that show. Hooray! So, so you if know, that's your thing, then there you go. Right, you know, if you're looking for, you know, something like I that. I heard season two of the Boys is good. Have you watched any of that? You know, I only watched the first four episodes. I really don't have Amazon. So I haven't gotten around to watching, but I had somebody who, I know somebody who had Amazon, so I watched the first four episodes, and I liked what I saw. So I'm here, you know, at some point I figure I'll get around to getting into some of the Amazon stuff. But, I've been, you've um, been watching anything? No, not really. Uh, just, uh, no, not really. No. Okay. No TV, nothing, nothing, uh... Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, see the scenes, the blues. That was the only thing I saw with Soraya the other night, and uh, then I guess I just my usual, my usual old movies and stuff like that. I haven't like really watched much in the way of television because, well, you know, um, in my universe, the television is just you know made up of a lot of old stuff. So okay. I do a lot of music stuff, yeah. and uh, you know, I uh, let's see. Well, I sent off a track to my friend Ed Bornstein. He's got a uh, a tape uh, label called Money Tape, and uh, he's got a uh, he, you know. I reached out to him, and uh, he said uh, that he had a uh, a fundraiser, and that they were like looking for two hundred people to uh, give tracks, you know, so that way they could you know fundraise for the the wildfires that have been happening and so I uh I sent off, off a track to, I sent off a track to him uh today to work with that. I how, uh, how long is it? Huh? How long is it? The track? It, it's only it's only like four minutes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's just it's a it's a little thing. And yeah. uh it's for a good and, cause and there you go. Yeah so yeah but so as far as like as far as like watching anything like on television and everything, and it really, really, really nothing's, you know, kind of grabbed me. I mean, I, 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 uh, um, I've been, um, kind of, you know, settling down with, uh, writing things up. And then of course, uh, you know, just working on different ideas as to what I'm going to do from this point on, you know, come October, but, uh, no, nothing, nothing in the television. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, um, uh, still watching Lower Decks. I'm still liking it. Are you? Okay. Yeah, it's decent. Always... If you can watch it for free, then I'd say it's worth a watch. Okay. Well, I'm still liking it. You know, I'm, I've am i made my peace with it, so I'm just in, I'm just in laying back and just enjoying the Easter eggs. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I... I it's funny, I was talking to, to John Suntress today, who does the Word Balloon podcast, and... They 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 review all they'll review lower decks because they've been keeping up with it, and you know um, if you like the Rick and Morty stuff, it's great. You know, I mean, basically, my understanding is that's one of the people involved with it is is a, is somebody from Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. But um, you know, well, they're sad as well. I I saw a meme the other day. It says, "Welcome to your forties. You are no longer the demographic for anything that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, and and that's 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 hey. kind of where where we're at a little bit, which is kind of interesting. I'm gonna watch Matlock. Well, it's weird because it's like we somehow we got to 40, and it's like uh, you're no longer in the demographic. 
when we were younger, oh man, 40 was still in the demographic, but because Gen X is such a small generation, it's like, uh, no, nope, nope, you're no, we're, you know, we're not really looking at you. We're, we're looking younger than that now. And it's like, okay, if you say so. Um, yeah, I guess I just need to um, get a vape pen and um, get a laptop and hang out at Starbucks maybe. Maybe that can yeah, that'll, that'll be, be like cool. Yeah, like a beatnik or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you could just be one of the many, uh, you know, following you know, following of groups. I mean, <laughs> the, the hundreds of, you know, different directions that people have gone. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, being 60 now, and I'm just like, yeah, everybody's still digging the music that I listened to growing up, which is so odd, you know. I mean, you've seen the, you see the shirts out there, you know. The reason why the reason why you're miserable is because your music sucks. <laughs> or, yeah, uh, I don't. I, I gotta tell you, I don't agree with that. Well, I don't either, but you know, I I, I, I keep really. It's funny you bring that up because. I've seen a lot of people sit there and be like, the reason why the, 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 you know, this, this generation's music sucks. And it's like, yeah, no. Well, I liked, I'm not gonna... you know, I liked a lot of the music from the seventies and eighties growing up. I didn't hate right. it. Right. Well, well, no, I'm I didn't gravitate towards current. it yet right away, but looking back growing up, those are my background. So that's what I glommed onto. I enjoy it. Right. But well, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of solid artists that are out there right now. That are good art, good solid artists. You know, if it that that, you know, if you if you don't know who they are, that's your problem. It's not anybody else. You know. I mean, you know, I I go ahead and I listen to a lot of new artists. I mean, I listen to a great jazz trumpeter Jamie Branch, which he just came out with a second album, or uh, you know. Uh, Hunter Diamond, who just came out with a beautiful new uh, jazz. Any relation album. to Neil? No, he's okay. a drummer. Okay. No, great guy. love on the rocks there, buddy. No, no, but great guy just ended up uh, releasing another. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of. Well, great but music. I mean, like, okay, I'm, I'll go more towards popular music. You know, I mean, I think it's phenomenal that we have somebody out there like Lizzo. I think it's great. You know, I don't have a problem with Drake. I don't have a problem with, you know, I've heard some of Post Malone stuff. Not bad. I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, Ed Sheeran is certainly worthwhile to listen to. Lady Gaga still technically counts as now. So is Ariana Grande. I mean, we're not exactly talking like, you know, it's all horrible. I'll admit that, you know, it's funny because I, I watched the MTV Awards and there were some people where I'm like, okay, I don't know who that is for the first time ever. But, you know, there's still quite a few people who I recognize who they are, and I hear their music, and I'm like, oh, you know, I like that. I like that. That's not bad. So, yeah, I'm not hating on it. Just, you know, not 100% for me. It's just right. not my thing. Hmm. Well, right. And, and that's, I think that that's acceptable. I think that's the problem that I'm hearing. I think that's where I'm, I'm kind of getting triggered on it is, you know, I, I heard that stuff when I was, you know, I hate to say it. I don't know about you, Mike, but I remember hearing that stuff in the 90s, too. Like, oh, your music is, yeah, you know, like, go blow it out your butt. I mean, we had some phenomenal music in the 90s, too. Um, yeah. And I always, I'd always laugh about that Not just Ace stuff. of Bass. 
Well, no, I mean, there's phenomenal music. I saw the sign. Oh, we're going to get flagged now because Mike's. Uh, no, no, you're not going to get flagged for that. <laughs> base of base. Come on. <laughs> and there's Toad the Wet Sprocket. Don't forget them. Yeah. I mean. What, what, anyways, what, did, did, did anyways. Oh, did, uh, did anyone watch Pres- the? Did anyone watch did the you... Emmys? No, no, I really didn't. I heard they were good. I mean, the biggest thing that I heard about the Emmys was, you know, it sounds like a lot of the shows from our genre did well. You know, Watchmen apparently just yeah. absolutely Watchmen. killed it. You know, yeah. they had. My understanding is they set records for the amount of. Uh, you know, the well, there's no Game of Thrones have. this year, so. Well, it's interesting, though, because, you know, the guy who did that season of Watchmen who said, yeah, I don't have anything else left, left to do or left to say, and yet it's, you know, a lot of people, you know, it, it seemed to win just about everything. Mm. And when it wasn't winning anything, uh, Shit's Creek is is one pretty much swept everything oh, in comedy. Oh, they won too? Okay. Yeah. And then I guess the Mandalorian picked up a few awards too. Yeah, some so. technical awards. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of. I mean, I just impressed because you know we're talking about. You know, it's it's funny when people keep you know to me, when you get your Martin Scorsese's and all those people going, oh, you know, we're done with comic books, and I think that that it's all gone and beat. It's like uh, guess again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess again. Here's HBO winning a ton of awards. With Watchmen. Um, yep, and Disney winning Emmys with Mandalorian. Yeah. And um, I guess one of our headlines on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page is Joaquin Phoenix was offered $50 million for two films. Yeah, wow. I'll be curious if he does it. I don't think he will. He's not that kind of actor, I don't he, think. Yeah, he's not. That's not his deal. Um, I don't. I don't see it, you know. No, I don't see I, him doing it. I don't see him doing it. Um, well, let me be. Let me be the devil's advocate here and say he just might. Uh, maybe, but you know, you throw fifty million dollars at anybody. Fifty million dollars. A lot of things I would do for fifty million dollars, and that's to be, to be the Joker yeah, in two movies. Be, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah but. Well, next year when we start filming shit again, then we'll. Well, you know, we're, I mean, things are getting filmed right now. I mean, yeah. it is happening. So yeah, like closed sets, like like the vast majority of the Mandalorian was on a closed set. Not right. I mean, we just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, that's interesting too, because there's talk that you know somebody talked about seasons three and four already. That they're you know that they're already beginning to. Yeah, what's this rumor that Pedro Pascal like walked out halfway through season two? I don't know. I don't know. There's rumors around. I, I get, swirling I get around the, the YouTube uh, conspiracy nuts and the haters. Yeah. On the Facebook channel, a lot of YouTube channels with a lot of hate for Star Wars now. Yeah, it, it's toxic. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting because. You know, with all of the stuff that went on with episodes eight and nine, we ended up with a lot of people who it just got ugly. And and at the end of the day, I kind of laugh because it's like, 
look, I don't like Episode Eight either, but I still like Star Wars. Yeah. And I still want more content, and I still want worthwhile content. And if you're missing out on The Mandalorian, then then shame on you. Then you're really missing out because that is that's exactly what I think a lot of the fan base is looking for. Um, at least in my opinion. Um, yeah, and it's good, and, and of course, it's right on the cover of Entertainment uh, Weekly. Although yeah. I think it's, I think that magazine is is bi-weekly now because of just it, the no decline idea. of printed media. It's not, you know, but they've just gone to a bi-weekly. But anyway, it's Entertainment Magazine. Baby Yoda's on the front. Yep. Right. I mean, there's some sources that you know you got to be careful with some of this stuff because you know I almost hate to say it when sometimes when I see some of these sources, it's like, okay. Is it in Entertainment Week? Did Entertainment Weekly come out with anything immediately? Did Variety? Did you know Hollywood Reporter? Did any of those well, guys come well, out with it? Because well, if they did, kind of like the Variety is kind of like the the kingpin of all of them because that that's been around the longest, I think. Well, yeah, yeah but like, or or does does Deadline have it? You know, the the you know you're you're looking to see to make sure that it's somebody like. I swear, anytime I see something that says we got this covered, I'm like, yep, that, yeah, that, no, that's, you don't. That's clickbait bullshit. Or, 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 co- or cosmic news, or something well, like that. For, for every for every one magazine, you got <clears throat> fifty other sites claiming that they got the inside track. Yeah, and they're they're just copying what broke first and what's called catfishing. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I get, the only thing is, like I said, anytime something comes from those couple of sources right off the bat, I'm always like, mm, no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, thanks. That's okay. That's okay. I, I already can't trust this in there. You know, just like it's funny. I mean, is it, you you put something out about um, Letitia Wright replacing Black um, replacing Chadwick Boseman to be in Black Panther two to be Black Panther. I don't know this particular source, um, but um, no, the word isn't official. But right, so I mean that's that's kind of what's out there lately. Is there's a bunch of stories similar like to that, like you know, and that seems to be the most obvious answer to this is, you know, I mean, what else are they going to do? They're going to replace Chadwick Boseman. Good luck with that. You know, how are you going to do that? Um, this this makes the most sense. I mean, I don't know what else they would do otherwise. You know, mm. right? You know, I mean, seriously, what what actor is going to replace Chadwick Boseman to to become to become the new Black Panther? How are you planning on doing that? No, that's an know. awfully that's an awfully big set of shoes to fill. Yeah, really. Yeah. So oh, I mean, that, well. You know, let's see. Um, well, I guess we can get to. So I'm. I know Ivan didn't see it, but I know Mike did. Which is so they released the the WandaVision trailer for for Disney Plus. That looks like it's coming out later this year. And hmm. I'm curious your thoughts as to what you saw and 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 your thinking on it. So it's not. I don't think it's going to be like a comedy. At first, we're all like, oh, they're going the goofy sitcom route. But I think it's just going to be a lot of jumping. It's going to be a lot of um, um, it's going to tie into the multiverse of madness for the Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Because when the well, it's minor spoilers here if you haven't seen the WandaVision trailer. But 
there's a scene where Vision's walking down the street and she's like, oh my God. And he's like, what? It's like, no, I and pretty much she's like, she's like, I thought it was dead. I was like, you're not dead. But yeah, but she points to him and goes, you are. Oh, I did see that. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I well, yeah, it looks good. I'm, obviously, I'm going to watch it because it's MCU. So it, it, it looks like it's playing on two areas. One is, so Tom King, who we've talked about on this show a few times, when Tom was still with Marvel, Tom did a run where he did a run on Vision. And it looks very, they, some of what's being shown looks like some of the stuff we saw from Tom, from Tom King's run on Vision, which was, you know, a really well-acclaimed run. The other thing is, it looks as though we might be moving towards, um, you know, I can't remember exactly all the details to it, but at one point, Wanda kind of has a mental breakdown and basically changes reality. And it leads to something called House of M, which was right. for a period of time at, with Marvel, like there were a whole bunch of things that like changed reality with different with all the different heroes and whatnot. And um, so there's a lot of people who think we're going to get this is moving towards House of M, which would be interesting. And it certainly would give you an opportunity to introduce a lot of the mutants at that point. But. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, like I said, there seems to be elements of both. We'll see where they go with it. But um, yeah, it does look know. interesting. I, I do think it was kind of amusing to see um, them both wearing more yeah, superhero costumes. Yeah, they're goofy cloth costumes from like, yeah, it looked like from like Spirit Halloween, you know? Right, right. The, the You know, what would, normally the vision would look like in comic books. Versus right. what he looks like in MCU and normally what she looks like in comics versus what the MCU version looks like. So I thought that was kind of amusing. So, um, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I was at DairyCon, actually. I did find the Marvel Legends Scarlet Witch uh, for a good price. So I finished my MCU shelf on my Marvel Legends. Hey. Because it was like, I didn't need the Build-A-Figure. Like, I think Abomination was the Build-A-Figure from that wave. But and I didn't want to pay like 120 for like the SH Figuarts one, but I wanted wanted to go with the Vision on my shelf with all my other mm-hmm. Avengers and whatnot, and I got that at Derricon, so it was a good thing. Uh, but I'm like I said, uh, one guy was saying I don't remember one guy when I got it. I was like, yeah, I saw the Wonder Vision trailer, and he was like, yeah, well, the guy who plays Vision, uh, like uh, what's his name, Paul Paul Bettany. His no. name. He's like, yeah, he's not buff like he's supposed to be in the comics. It's like, well, we're, we're all people. We can't, we all can't be just padded suits, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I just had a, I just had a, a question. Well, um, you know, I mean, just kind of turning it around the corner for a bit. Uh, I, I got to see the the new designs for the um, for the new uh, T Titans. Your feelings? There's another. Teen Titans animated? Yes, there is. I didn't see this yet. No, I okay. didn't. Okay, and is uh, a new Lauren animated Fa- a new animated series? Yes, Lauren Faust is uh, front and center. Huh. Okay, she's the one who did. Let's see, Cats Don't Dance. She was. I think she had her like her own Galaxy Girls. She was responsible for the My Little Pony reboot, and so she was gonna do a project. I think about Medusa, but that got shelved. 
Right. So my my uh, you know my my and uh, she did like a superhero and she she did like DC girls or something like that. Oh, the the, the yeah superhero girls. Those were the little five minute snips. Which are we talking were, about like a tar- are we talking about a Cartoon Network show? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. Okay. Let me look this up. Yeah, you're going to look at these characters and, and you, WTF is going to come up in your book. Well, well, we, se- we, finding... we know season three is happening of DC's Titans. Okay, former Teen Titans Go art director take this take on... Okay, I'm not finding this. Or you might... No, no um... I'm not. Um, season six trailer in 2020, that was nine months ago. But no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not finding this. Well, yeah. maybe I'm missing something. But yeah, I'm not. Uh... Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Okay. Uh, all right. As far as like the whole T Titans go, right? It is what that is. Yep. Uh, sure yeah. Is. It, it it managed to keep the name out there and stuff, but literally dumbed down for the kids and. Uh, now it seems like they're trying to backpedal and trying to up the situation. And uh, I mean, uh, Robin looks total goofball. I mean, they just really went for the kind of cheesy um, uh, kid next door type of feeling, but he's in the front row. And then, of course, now they're the whole Bruce Wayne situation. I think uh, they're trying to incorporate the Teen Titans into something about. A situation where they're living at Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it's 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 a you know I don't know I don't know what the uh, the aim or the or the demographic they're shooting for, but I just should I say should I say that this version of the whole Teen Titans Enterprise is actually now <laughs> it's now going from like bad to worse. <laughs> so. But I well, just don't I mean, understand. there's good and bad with the new live action Teen Titans. And I found an article on CBR, which is comic book. CB, what was it? Uh-huh. But, uh, about a new Teen Titans, Beast Boy Loves Raven, OGN. Oh. Um, it was like a, like a young, a young adult Teen Titan graphic novel. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm not. Finding to be out this anything? Month. No, I've not seen anything about a new, a new, a new Teen Titans animated series. Right? All no, right. I'm not either. I'm not finding anything. Well, I have I have to backtrack it and have it for you guys next week. Okay, kids. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I have to find the article, send us a link, put it in the chat. Yeah, because okay. I'm not seeing yeah, I'm not anything seeing at all on it. Because right. uh, I'll be honest, the Titans Go is Titans Go is still. It's still the most popular show on Cartoon Network. It's like what Nickelodeon's done with SpongeBob. It's well, ev- it's omnipresent. Fairness, it's everywhere. In mm-hmm. fairness, this is actually. I mean, here's the only thing. It's a good thing if you're a fan of the Titan of of the of the of the Titans comics, especially in some ways. If you're a fan of the back in the day Titans, like I am, back like from I, the eight, back from the eighties. With Wolfman and Perez, I mean, it is still at the end of the day, pretty much the Wolfman Perez Titans for the most part, with some exceptions of some people who aren't there, like your 
Spectre Girls or your Kid Flashes. But but other than that, it's all the characters from the eighties. And and so, you know, at some point yeah, the they're... nice part about all this is at some point these kids are gonna grow up and have known these characters for a while. So maybe we finally will get you know, something yeah. better than the live action Titans that we're and, getting. Now. And it helps with getting these deep cuts, you know, these cameos by these lesser known. I think Batman Brave and the Bold did that too. Where they mm. brought in these third, fourth tier heroes and villains that nobody ever heard mm. of that might have had like one or two issues back in the day that they're getting mm. a spotlight on. Well, you right. know, because I, yeah, because I, uh, you know, Saran and I, we were brought up on the, the Teen Titans series of the 2000s, which. Sure. Yeah, we played that over the PA at DairyCon. The Shonen, I think it was Shonen Knife, did the intro music. No, Puffy Amiyumi. Okay. So, yeah. It's awesome, man. It's a great song. That's a great, awesome song. Both English and Japanese. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you, that series. See, as somebody from at that time, my reaction when that came out was, "Geez, why can't we just get like a Justice League show for my the the one thing I want? Like, I, why can't we get good animation like the Justice League animation?" But in fairness, this is yeah, they wanted to aim towards the kids. You know, the nice part is is that really there's been Titan cartoons for twenty years now, almost. Right. Yeah, my, well, I don't know, maybe not twenty fifteen for sure. So I mean, uh, you've yeah, got a generation of kids, and not just Go, but also the the DC uh, Universe uh, animated features. Right, right. So, well, no. In fairness, the, the with the DC Universe animated features, there's only been one. And yeah, the, the yeah the, the, the uh, uh, Batman's and such. They did, I think there was one or two. I thought there was one or two, but I know I know well, the there, there's Titans the were, ti- there's there's the Teen Titans that go to the movies. There's that, but then the only other, the only other thing that I can think of is the Judas contract. Yeah. And that I think there's one other one too. Of course, they were part of Apocalypse War as well. Oh, were they all tied okay, into that? that. I but I think after Apocalypse War, um, that they, they've kind of said that was like it's setting like a reboot. You know, right? So well, not, that's why know. Young Justice was so popular. Was Young Justice was the Titans show. Was was the continuity show that everybody always wanted for a cartoon that we couldn't get with the characters like Kid Flash and Impulse and Aqualad and all that. Those characters was that show. And and that's why it was one that was popular with with older people and kids was it was just a good show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, that's the reason why that thing came back. By the way, all those shows are now going to move to... HBO Max because it looks as though DC Universe is going to be specifically just the um, the comics now. So I don't know officially when that happens, but that happens sometime this fall. Mm, well, it makes sense. In some ways, it makes sense, which is you know you you launched to you launched the streamer, and then after the AT and T deal got done, they decided to launch a streamer. It makes a lot of sense because you need original content for HBO Max. And really, in reality, a lot of the really obvious content, you know, you've got this stuff from from D, from DC Comics 
that you know is going to draw people. And, you know, that makes more sense. But that's, that's, you know, so why, why put it one, why put it one place and then, you know, make it, why I, why do I got to buy this to buy that? You know, that, that's, that's, it makes sense. Okay. But, um, try to think real fast. So anything else? Well, okay. So ABC canceled Stumptown. That's not really necessary comics, but it was based on a comic, which is by Greg Rucka. Um, so that's a casualty of all this COVID stuff, which is too bad. It was a solid show. Um, I'm a little surprised that they did it, but this is where we're at. Um, they named the new. Sh- I'm sorry. I said these are the times. Mm. They did name a new She-Hulk, Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at this. No. Not no, yet. I'm we'll... curious to see where, like I said, this could be a really fun show. I'm curious to see where they go with it. Because um, we know Ruffalo's done. But we might... He? I don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe he might get a cameo, like, as to just to, to bridge the gap between... Um, she Hulk and uh, and this you know and the old you know MCU Hulk. Whether he's still Smart Hulk or not, I don't Smart know. Hulk I think I think he might stick thing. around. I think this was good because you know, like in the MCU, I mean, five <laughs> years after the snap is like 2023, which is where where, where we'll be at when we can be back at full steam uh, with as far as like creating new content and. Uh, having these TV yeah. shows tying in. so Right. Well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah but I'm looking forward quote, to seeing this um, She-Hulk. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, I think there's a lot of people. It's funny because there's some people who don't grasp that. You know, it's funny. This character's been around for like 40 years at this point almost. And yeah. people don't grasp anything about this character, which is, you know, like, for example, first of all, she can turn back and forth. Um, she can, she doesn't have the, the issues that, um, Bruce Banner does when she is in that form and that she's an accomplished lawyer. So really in reality, I expect this to be, this could be really interesting because we haven't really had, well, I shouldn't say that because we've got, we've got Matt Murdock with Daredevil, but, um, I think this will be a different feel, not to mention the fact that, well, I hate to say it this way, but She-Hulk sleeps around with just about everybody. Well, obviously, well, they said the same thing about Tony Stark. You know, he was quite the playboy. Well, yeah. ironically, that's one of the people she slept with mm-hmm. yeah. in the comics is Tony Stark. And my understanding is, by the way, now she's sleeping with Thor <laughs> in the comics. I mean, she really gets around. I mean, she's been with, like, Hercules. Like yeah, well... <laughs> Didn't uh, well, Clarissa Flockhart's Ellie McBeal, was she was uh, quite a little promiscuous? Maybe. I mean, I do think that this is going to be very, I do feel like this is going to have like an Ellie McBeal feel to it. Don't, I mean, that's kind of where I feel like they're going to go with this. By the way, speaking of hammers, um, Mike posted this and I saw it a couple places too. I don't know what issue this is from, but apparently, um, in one of the issues, it looks like it's either for for Thor or for Iron Man. For some strange reason, Tony Stark's phone number is on 
Thor's hammer right there for everyone to call. <laughs> and you play, and, and if you call the number, it goes right to a voicemail saying, uh, "Yeah, just just dial the number. You'll you'll you hear it." Yeah, yeah, it's quite amusing. Um, <laughs> it's quite amusing. The information's on the Squares page. I guess we can give the phone number. What the hell? Why not? It's two one two. Nine seven zero four one three three. I was almost tempted to say to you, Mike, you want to call it and put it on the show, but uh, now nah, just let people find out for themselves if they want to. Write it. Yeah, I guess so. A little um, bit of mystery. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, now I'm gonna have to remember and have to figure out how to call it. Um, it's on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page, yeah. man. You can read it. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, what absolutely. else we got here in Newsland? Well, it sounds like Henry Cavill is going to come back to be Superman in multiple pictures as well as some cameos. I hope he'll be um, in Black Adam. Maybe. That'd be awesome. Maybe that's a possibility. Um, we're trying to see what else we've got here. Oh, well, obviously, the you know, this happened today as we're recording. So it's... I, so it's kind of amusing. This is an example of where networks don't know about certain things with comics. Today is the anniversary of the first appearance of Supergirl in any comic book, which mm-hmm. is quite of amusing because today was also the announcement that this season will be Supergirl's last. Hmm. Well, I'd say it had like, a good run. I, I So I, I got to be honest. Of the CW shows, to me, this is my favorite. This is the show that's been that's had the best storylines and has done the best in the last couple of years versus all the others. And yeah, Flash so was really. Surprised. I know Flash was really kind of yeah towards the end last couple seasons, but yeah, Flash is just kind of like. I mean, I get he that they like certain people like certain things and they like the Flash, but. That series has really meandered, and it's just not. You know, it, it. It. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy I like, the characters, but it's not gone anywhere in a while. And it sounds like it's meandering. Yeah, but it's doing Very well quickly. enough in ratings. <laughs> Quick meandering because he's right. And, and the weird part is, it's doing well enough in ratings that you know they're still not going to get rid of that show. I mean, the other thing is. Obviously, there's a Superman and Lois show coming up, so yep. you know some people are like, "Oh, you're getting rid of Supergirl because Superman and Lois is there." I don't think well, so. That was that was birthed from the Crisis series, right? Well, yeah, and Superman showed up in a couple episodes. Yeah, of but uh, how, many, how many times are we going to keep rehashing Superman, Superman? Because Superman's freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I'm not taking away from that at all, yeah. mm-hmm. but how much content against all the other? Superheroes. I think Superman has gotten the lion's share of much of what goes on out there as far as movies and television, you know, uh, comic books, merchandise, especially merchandising, and, you know, motion pictures. Whereas I, 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 uh, I just can't help but think, okay, you guys were talking about, you know, She-Hulk, and I know She-Hulk coming from the comic books and having been around for decades – but yet now it's like this is going to be this new thing with She-Hulk, okay? And I'm thinking all but these keep in mind, people... Ivan, that's a different company. It's Marvel, not DC. That's Marvel. That's Marvel. That's not DC. Oh, okay, okay. So you know, I mean, I mean, you know, 
Uh, you guys know you better than I do, but no, uh, it's not that. It's I, I understand where you're coming from with it. Um, yeah, at the end it, of the day, though, I'm just saying that. You know, I, what I what I'm trying to say is, yeah, uh, because like it says, you know, you got your Batman, you got your you know your Superman, you got your you know your your Wonder Woman, you got your Thor, Captain America. Uh, you know, I mean, you had all the major guys. You had, you had all of these sub. Uh, characters. I like to call them sub because you know what? They're good in their own little way. And I'm thinking, you know, why why does more development go into those particular characters to actually bring something new and fresh to the floor? Yeah, that's what um, that's what Marvel's be Marvel's able to do that now because right they've been hugely successful with the other ones, so now they can bring right. in all these other characters but dc and, and in fairness well and in fairness with marvel let's 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 make something clear in 2008 when iron man came out that was not a for sure deal that was not a for sure deal iron man wasn't exactly a house was a gamble name. that was a gamble and in fairness as much as we talk about thor and captain america they aren't weren't exactly household names either i mean they were well known but they were known but they're not like superman batman that's what I'm saying. You know, they or Spider-Man. Up, they would, yeah, they weren't up in the echelons of those superheroes, but you did know about them. I mean, I remember the old cheesy, you know, Spider-Man cartoons of the old days and the old. Right, but, but the point being is, with the general Ivan, but the general public, if you ask this general public about who's Thor and who's Iron Man, and who you know, and who, and even in Captain America, they'll be like, "What? I know." Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. Right. If, and if 20 have, years ago, have, remember, 20 right. years ago, we had the X-Men movie, and that was a big right. gamble. Right. You know, I mean, truth be told, for when it came to Marvel, for a long time, the characters that people knew that were Marvel superhero characters were Spider-Man and the Hulk. Right. And, and why the Hulk? Because of that 1970s series. Bill Bixby. With, with Bill, Bill Bixby. Bixby, right, exactly. Right, you know, exact, you know, and 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 that that's the reason why people were aware of the Hulk. Otherwise, you know, really, it's that's that's why Spider. It was a big thing the fact that they didn't have Spider Man, and technically, you know, they had they worked out something with Universal to do a Hulk movie, and it didn't work out the way they wanted it to, and now yeah, they the just Ang use Lee the Hulk. Well, not even the Ang Lee one. I'm talking about the other one. You know, the one with with Ed Norton. That oh, Edward Norton. Exactly, yeah. yeah, he wasn't didn't a team exactly player. blow down the doors and and. Well, yeah, and then of course you had some characters that just doesn't they just don't seem to translate well. I mean, you know, the Green Lanterns and. Uh, oh yeah, that was. Uh, well, that's hmm. that's an entirely. But, but no, I think Green Lantern can translate. I think that they. They made some poor choices when. So if if you were to give, if you were to give Green Lantern, say, if you had the, uh, the. Uh, but Ivan Green Lantern is getting. I mean, like, here's the thing. Oh, that, I'm, not, I'm, not say, I'm not saying that he isn't getting, but what I'm just saying is, seems like from what I've seen, you know, in my personal experience with Green Lantern and such, it seems like the poor guy just can't seem to get a break, you know, because, I mean, I mean, they, I mean yeah, he's, he's had a he had a live-action movie. They were trying to run a cartoon on him a while back. They were trying to resurrect certain, you know, storylines within the comic book 
sensibility. And it's just like, you know, he didn't seem to break out. He well, he's a even... big part of Justice League and not just the yeah. the the early, okay, the early but, ones, yeah. but I mean like the just Super Friends, but he was there, but he was also with the big uh the Tim Lee Justice League, the Warner Brothers okay, animated. So, okay, yeah. so see John Stewart. But, but... Yeah, but yeah, but you know, but he's still he's still. And HBO Max is in the process of developing a Green Lantern show. Well, there you go. Okay, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this will be the thing to kind of break him out from him being in the in the bit in, in the background or in the middle of the pack somewhere. You know, you know. Well, it's, and, it's just, and that's. But, know, but so. I mean, I mean, to be honest, that's part of it is. Part of it becomes if you're not doing things, if things don't go well, then things get set back, you know. know. Obviously. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's that's part of the problem. I mean, you know, yes, for the most part, for the most part, I mean, if you look at a lot of the CW shows with the superhero stuff, a lot of them aren't the big time guys. And in fairness, one of the reasons why this Superman project is happening is because at the time it looked like there wasn't going to be any more Superman movies, and and mm. I think that that's the reason why this Superman this Superman project is going to happen is because at the time you know yeah Henry Cavill was out and they weren't talking about any more Superman movies and you know what they were getting good buzz on the guy who was playing Superman on the CW. And right. they felt like they could get a new CW show, and you know what? They they should go for it. I mean, if they can oh, get another, and I'm not taking away from that at all. I'm not saying not to continue the line of production. I'm just saying that certain mm-hmm. other characters I feel should also. But get but Ivan, Ivan, like for example, like we just talked about, you know, Titans as a live action show. That's on DC Universe. That's going to be on HBO Max. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about the fact that the Doom Patrol is going to be, is that the Doom Patrol, I think, is getting a season three, and season two just happened on HBO Max. Okay. Um, Okay. Swamp Thing was canceled, but now it's going to be on CW because they don't, they're going to, they're going to air the first season on CW because. You know, with COVID, there's been a problem yeah, with getting It's funny content. how, like, like right when that first season of Swamp Thing dropped, they already announced it was, can- it was canned. Right, like, and, and the interesting part is... Happened. Right, and the interesting part is, like... Started. Well, but, but here's the thing. Just because it's over now, it may have a new life if it does well on CW. Right. If it does well on CW and it gets ratings, guess what? It's not dead anymore. Um, well, that, that's because it gets resurrected. That happens all the time, right? But but that's but that's that's my point. It and, needed and, to find new life somewhere else, right? And and the other right. thing is, Ivan. I mean, I hate to say it, is you're talking about certain other characters not getting time. Really, in reality, if you look past the Flash, Green Lantern okay. wasn't getting a lot of opportunities, and well, not Green Lantern, it, Green, not Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah, I mean. Green okay, Arrow really? wasn't getting opportunity getting opportunities. Well, he started now to get he legs on Smallville, right? Right, a little bit, yeah. But yeah. you know, and then you know, you look at you look at a show like Legends of Tomorrow. That's all. I mean, that's all characters that 
aren't big, aren't major name characters. So and to the point of now where they're like, some of them, they're making up their own characters at this point. Um, you know, um, Black Lightning isn't exactly, you know, a top line character. Yeah, I just knew him and from Batwoman, the Challenge of the Super Friends, yeah. Well, no, well, no, that's Black Vulcan and that's oh, Black Vulcan. different. Okay. That's, an, that, 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 that's bullshit too. And the fact that they didn't want to pay, what's his name? The guy who created Black Lightning, so they created Black Vulcan, so they didn't have to pay oh, that guy. I did not know that. Oh yeah, wow. they didn't want to pay. I can't remember his name. Who's the, what the creator's name is? But they didn't want to pay that guy, so they used wow. they created Black Vulcan. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh it yeah, played, no, no. <laughs> That's a bum deal. That goes back to um, Ivan, what I was talking about. Right, right. Well, well and that's. Well, in fairness, they got into a big huff around sometime in the 70s or 80s, those two, and they've had kind of a reconciliation, somewhat of a reconciliation in recent in 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 the in the 2000s, but that's been a Cold War thing for a little while with with them uh, and with them and Black Lightning. Um, but yeah, I mean, the point being is, you know, Batwoman isn't exactly a top line character at DC either. No, I mean, honestly these shows that you know flat the only you know they're gonna have superman and lois and the flash those are top line characters yeah and even Otherwise, with the old um, top line. even with the old what's his name dean kane uh yeah. series with uh terry hatchet uh terry. that terry i'm sorry what was his last name hatcher Hat terry hatcher yeah i want to say hatchet bury the hatcher <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she's gorgeous. She's still gorgeous. Yeah, she still looks she good. Still looks but I mean, that show had a bunch of like lesser-known villains and other mm-hmm. like uh, cameos back in the day right. too, from Superman and Lois. Yeah, but I mean, like, even, like for example, like even for example, the fact that you know some of the other characters that they've been able to spin off in the CW verse, like. You know the Adam. Yeah. We we never had the Adam before, and yeah. you know we had the Adam. We so, had, you know, we ended up yeah. having, you know, but, uh, Firestorm. We ended up having the yeah, Hawk, at I one see, point Hawk know, Woman and Hawk Girl. You know, Hawk Man. Yeah, but Ivan sees the headline that we're getting another Superman movie. Right. But if you look close enough, there's a lot of third, fourth, fifth tier characters that are getting spotlights you just got to look a little harder still yet right well the other thing is too when you're doing a superman show like this it doesn't necessarily mean that they might not sneak in another super, another couple of superhero characters to be able to then spin it off because they like yeah. to do that yeah. so it's always possible that they might use this to do something else with it so but yeah i'm i'm a little disappointed about the fact that Supergirl's going to be gone. And I got to be honest with you, if they're smart, you know, there's been rumors for a while about a Supergirl movie. And I would sign Melissa Benoist right now to do the Supergirl movie, even if it's not based on this continuity. Just in general, I would sign her because she's great. Um, and I'm curious what she'll do after this because she's got enough cachet that you know she can pretty much do whatever she wants yeah as an actress because you know between this and glee you know she's she's got quite a bit of you know yeah she's been out there so 
She can. She's got range too. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, she's got a lot of range. I mean, could be Broadway, <laughs> could be movies, could be TV, yeah. could be anything. So let's see. What else do we have? Um. um did you see this commercial with John Stewart and Mark and Mark Hamill? Oh, Patrick Stewart. Eats? Yeah, yeah. Just for Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Uber Eats was it Uber Eats or DoorDash? One of the two. It's, it's Uber Eats. It's Uber yeah. Eats. Yeah, okay. And it's weird because they Mark Hamill released an outtake where the two of them are going tomatoes, 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 um, which I put on the Squares page. So, but um, I think the only other thing is oh, there the, seems to really be. Go ahead. Oh, just a quick note. I guess next week South Park is doing a one-hour pandemic special. Okay. Uh, just mm-hmm. to walk of the Rona, I guess the Kyle is super paranoid of germs, and Cartman doesn't want want to go back to school. And I think Randy Marsh is using the pandemic to help promote his weed farm to sell his weed. So <laughs> the last two seasons, Randy Marsh moved uh, Stan's father. They moved mm-hmm. out to the country, and they're growing weed out in Colorado, like a weed nice. farm. So that, that's like the last couple seasons of South Park. They've had like one season as an overarching story. Mm. And, um, but anyway, so yeah, this, uh, next, I guess that's the 30th of September is the South Park. It's on comedy central. So watch the, I'll, I'll be watching it. See what their take is on how we've been behaving the last six months. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't, you know, I gotta be honest. Ever since the movie, I haven't watched. I don't know. I've been why. there. I'm Just... here and there. Not much. I'm. I've been in and out. I've missed a lot of episodes the last few seasons. I I, I, uh, I was always just a uh, you know you know picking this and that. I was never really one yeah. for consistent. I catch watching. it when I can. I don't go out of my way. But this one, I yeah, will go okay. out of my way to record it at least. So I'll watch it eventually. So I see you said you had one thing... more, Jeff. The only other thing has been there's like this trend now in the last couple of weeks of, you know, like these special charity table readings. Like, you know, um, it's funny. My buddy John was doing a panel where they brought back like the entire cast of the Justice League to do a table read. <sighs> and um, it's out there, by the way, to go listen to. Um, but, you know, I, I think we talked about it about where. You know, there was the the Princess Bride table read. Yeah, they did one for that, yeah. And now, I don't understand why, but they did a table read for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But not with the normal actors, with, like, just whoever they could grab. Just celebrities? Like, celebrities. So, there's one scene that I caught where there's the scene where... um, the two girls talk about blowjobs, except now it's with the, it's um, Jennifer Aniston and Julia Roberts basically talking about blowjobs, which is hysterical. And the best part about the whole thing is um, they got Morgan Freeman to narrate it. <laughs> Did Fast Times at Ridgemont High have a narrator? No, but he's reading all the narration in the scripts. Oh, just like to kind of like to set the scene for the actors. Right, exactly. Okay. And there's certain things where he's like, he's reading it, and you can almost hear it in his voice. Like, I can't believe I'm stuck reading this shit like this. I'm Morgan Freeman. Don't you understand who I am? You know, it's like Morgan Freeman. 
you know, it's Morgan Freeman, voice of God, in reading something like, you know, and they talked about the blowjob. I, you know, that kind of thing where you're like, this is not something I should be hearing from Morgan Freeman. But it was hysterical because it's like everybody's laughing because even Morgan Freeman's like, really, I can't believe I'm saying these things out loud. You know, like you're in Mr. <laughs> Hand's classroom and yeah, yeah. Pizza delivery guy walks into the classroom. Yeah, well, no, and there were some things about, like, the one scene where she catches him masturbating, and... Yeah, Phoebe Cates, oh, yeah, Judge Reinhold, right. that famous scene, and, and, with the red bikini. And like, right, <laughs> and, and and so... Why do I know the scene so well? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, and so all of the parts <laughs> that have to be narrated are being narrated by Morgan Freeman. So it's like... That's funny. Yeah, if you can find it, it's out there on YouTube. It can be seen. Sure uh, for free, and then um, I guess they're doing. They're gonna read. They got a bunch of people who are black that are gonna do an episode of Friends. Okay, it's gonna be like Gabrielle Union and what's his name, the guy from This Is Us, and a is few that... other people. Hmm. Okay, I don't know what I don't know what the charity is, but this seems to be the new in thing. Is there everybody's doing because everyone's these... on a Zoom call. So, yeah, well, everybody's doing these virtual charity reads right. with, you know, OK, here, let's put this together and do something like this for for charity. I mean, some of them are fun. So, I mean, it's it almost reminds me and Ivan will get a kick out of this. It reminds me of, you know, the old radio plays where they used to get together or, you know, yeah. like they would do the radio. Play, like, I can't remember who does it locally in the area where they get together and they read. Um, oh, that'd be dope. One of the where they get together locally and they do they read like um, it's a wonderful life or something like that is a like a radio play. Oh, man, I um, love that. Yeah. Um, there's somebody who does it locally, and then I remember watching the radio read of like the Bleacher Bums um, play, and I think they had like George Went and a couple people like that, and they did it in Skokie. But the point being is, it seems like this kind of thing is gaining some popularity. And it makes me wonder, you know, could this become a well, new thing? We had like uh, like voice actors doing this at conventions where they they'd like you'd have the voice of Winnie the Pooh uh, as Darth Vader. He'd read this the the line from A New Hope, where you know, like you are mm-hmm. part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away and more honey, but something like that. You know, <laughs> it's not no. It's cool that they got celebrities doing it. Well, like I said, you know, it's just a matter. I mean, to me, I just think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Now this, now this seems to be a thing, and Hmm. you know, to me, it's kind of like you know, back in the day, kind of almost like radio, you know, like a radio Hmm. play. And it's like, well, maybe that kind of stuff will come back if if this is going to be, you know, especially with people searching right now for content. Who knows? Um, Everyone's stuck at home, so. So, Well, they're they're working, starting to work their way out. I'm trying to find out who was in the Fast Time Ridgemont High table read. Um, Because I think one of them is... um, I think think it's funny because I think the masturbation scene is Brad Pitt with Jennifer Aniston walking in on it. Shia LaBeouf was Spicoli. Was he? Okay. 
Did you find a list? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, Sean Penn just did such a great Spicoli. I don't know. It's kind of hard to see anybody else doing it. Yeah, so. Dane but Cook. like I said, let's see. They had Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, Shia LaBeouf, Hen- Henry Golding. I don't know who that is. Jimmy Kimmel, John Legend. Oh, I guess Sean Penn was involved. And then it was narrated by Morgan Freeman. So there okay. you go. Neat. It, it'd be funny if, if if Sean Penn was reading Mr. Hand. Yeah, like he's at that age now. Right. I mean, that'd be kind of amusing. Who was that actor's name who was from My Favorite Martian? Who was that actor's name? Ray oh, Walton. Boy. Thank you. Yeah. He was uh, Boothby in, uh, in Star Trek. Uh-huh. He I was the, the groundskeeper of Starfleet Academy. Uh-huh. But My that, Favorite Martian. As Mr. They have Hand. grounds. Yeah, they have grounds at yeah the Starfleet. Well, Academy. you mean like the like what yo? You mean like all the landscaping and shit? Yeah, right. The groundskeeper, usually... you know, like you know all the, yeah, the shrubbery the and like flowers and shit. You know, yeah, like the shit flowers and shit. Yeah, flowers and shit. Well, you're well, literally they have like flowers flowers and and right? <laughs> People walking their dogs. Yeah, lots of flowers, lots of shit. That doesn't happen in the 24th century, does it? Like where they, they bring their dog around and he poops on it. And... No, no, no. I, I don't think pets that are allowed on, like, uh, on the academy grounds. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Unless your name is like Jean-Luc Picard, then your dog can poop anywhere it wants. That was a slut, you know. Or Kirk, or Kirk. Kirk's dog poops wherever he feels like it, you know. Kirk made a record recently, too. Another uh, Shatner made another record. Yeah, he did. Shatner made another record, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. after the internet's, yeah. uh, I think a little, I think uh, you know, a little love in your heart or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's it, eh? Yeah, I don't really. I think we hit everything that I can think of um, for this week. Yeah. yeah so, that's... so Ivan, where are you gonna? Are you gonna be spinning it all this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, Okay, well, you know, considering our recording today, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be spinning at uh, DE zero fifty one. It's a uh, it's a music group out in Ireland. I'll be doing my first night out there, doing nine to ten, which is three to four our time, and uh, then the uh, scooter sounds for uh, the scooter sound supporting NHS. I'm doing their last show this Saturday. Um, from nine to one, which is of course, you know, three to uh, three to seven here, and then uh, doing the last hours of spinning wheels same time on Sunday, and then I'll be uh, uh, going back to doing my Twitch shows uh, for as long as I can do them for uh, Logan Arcade. Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, I'm going to be doing both the Sundays. The uh, Wednesday is being augmented. Uh, instead of the nine to two, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be going from uh, I'm going to be going from four to nine instead. So you know, because you know, I'm trying to trying to you know pull back on you know nighttime activity because I've gotten used to going to bed earlier now, and I'm actually kind of liking it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, then you're you know. still J A V A N I V A N on Twitch. Yeah. 
Yes, I'm still right. J at IVAN on Twitch. Okay. Uh, the uh, the uh, the dates will be posted on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, the Squares of the Round Table. I finally figured out how to do that. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, and I think that's about it for, for the, this week. Yeah, for this week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Jeff, you doing anything with the public speaking and whatnot? Yeah. Um, nothing this coming week that I can think of with the holiday coming up. So, um, yeah. Oh, so then happy, I, uh, happy Rosh Hashanah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, right. We got that, that last week. We got Yom Kippur. Uh, Shana, so. Yom Kippur's coming. Yeah. Shana yeah. Tova. Yeah. That. What? I. I got gotcha. you. Don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Um, yeah, so nothing, nothing this week um, coming up, or at least let me, let me rephrase that. Nothing this weekend coming up. So um, it'll be a quiet weekend, and then I think the following week I got I got a contest or two, so I need to start getting ready for that. But you know, mm. right, you know, that doesn't mean I don't have things coming up. I do have a couple of. I do know I'm doing a 30-minute presentation out in out for a group, a Toastmaster group out in Singapore on the 17th. It'll be about 6:30 in the morning Central Time Yeesh. on a Saturday morning. Um, Ew, gross. Ew. Yeah, well, it's better than getting up at three in the morning to do it. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, that's the only thing about these time zones. It's just like, it's like, oh, yeah. it's cool. I could be out doing something in China. Oh, wait, what time is it? There? Oh, geez. Not you know, um, <laughs> and in some ways, in some ways, Europe's even worse because it's like, oh, yeah, I can do. Oh, yeah, because it's a seven hour time difference from here to France. Six-hour time difference from here to the United Kingdom. It's a eight-hour time difference between here and Germany, and then of course uh, I think it's also seven hours between here and Ireland. So it's kind of you know. Like, here's the thing. Can I tell you, GMT what? is the worst fucking thing you ever have to try to figure out in your life. <laughs> I swear to God, it no, is. And I'm I'm good with time zones, but this GMT stuff, this Greenwich Mean stuff. And then minus this Greenwich minus means that. time. Yeah, Greenwich means stuff. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'm about as lost about that with you, Jeff, as, as you are, because it's like, I, can't, I remember when I first started doing this thing, you know, overseas. I totally screwed it up the first time. I was an hour short. I was an hour early, which I pissed off the person that had the, the page over there because she started to complain. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, you know, you started an hour early. What's the matter with you? Which I've long since disassociated with myself from her, but man, it was it was an honest mistake because I'd never done it before. But right, I got, right. but it's still crazy. No, it, 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 my favorite is is when you're dealing with people from overseas, and they're like, "Well, what time is that GMT?" I don't know. I don't know. There's this thing called Google. Use it. Because <laughs> God knows, I don't. Yeah, or know. just I mean, or I'm just like, ask your mobile device uh, virtual intelligence. Saying what time is it in London? One foot equals yeah, five. That too. <laughs> well, and that you know, because people want you to now. It's like more and more. It's like it's really. I mean, this is like it's almost like dealing with like if you're dealing with the metric system. <laughs> you're, you're an American, uh, and you're like 
And oh my like, god. No, oh my god. Don't get me started. I got I got people oh, coming in. I need a I need an M eight bolt. Okay. How long you need it at? Well about two inches. Well you mean fifteen millimeters because they don't sell <laughs> they don't sell metric bolts in standard lengths. Right. You gotta translate them to millimeters in length. Right. <laughs> I remember when they tried to introduce that in the school along with Celsius. Nah. <laughs> Not yeah, so much. And it's amazing how many people are like, one of these days we're going to get this off. I'm like, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why they're saying that in the 70s. Like I grew up yeah. saying, yeah, we're switching to the metric system. Uh, no, we're not. This no, we're not. Like, this is like the people who sat there and said, like, soccer is the sport of the future in the United States of America. You know, here we are, like 40 years later. It's like, yeah. Yeah, we still. I mean, it's. No, we, we've won no. one World Cup. I think that's it. Well, not that, but I'm talking about professional soccer. Yeah, I mean, nope. it, at least professional soccer now exists in America, and but it's never, it's not even close to like baseball or football. Okay, no. football is Sunday. It's not, it's, not, like, it's not America's favorite pastime. No, I It'll mean, there's be. pockets. There's pockets where it's extremely popular, but. Yeah, Mexico. It's not going <laughs> to. Well, I mean, like, Seattle's really got, like, a real following for soccer. And there are some, like, there are some places where it, it picks up more. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's not, you know, you're not getting. America is not a place where you're getting professional, you know, professional teams where you're getting 70,000 people in the no. States. No, Unless no. it's like Man U or somebody like that coming in from overseas, or, or when then you still get that. You no, know, but the if you have the international, you know, games where you end up right. That's what I mean. Like if Man- yeah. Manchester, if Arsenal or Manchester United came over to go play against somebody, then yeah, you'd get yeah eighty thousand in the stadium. And they but- have the, they still have that one NFL game in London at Wembley Stadium. Is it still Wembley? Wembley, yeah, yeah, I think they still have it there. Or I mean, like, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Wembley Stadium, where they, where that that don't get filled up because the Brits don't care much about American football that much. Um, they tried to have it catch on, but um, yeah, well, they, 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 so, have, they no, they have rugby. It's that, caught on, but someone told me a while back, and I don't know if this is still the case or if it's true or not, but. Because of the fact that they didn't run NFL games live, because it wasn't that way, that for a while what they were doing overseas was they were pulling out all of, like, the penalty stops and all that stuff like that. So, like, the game got shortened to, like, a two-hour game versus, like, when you're at the game and it's, like, three, four hours. You know, because, okay, we got to stop for TV timeout. We got to stop for, okay, this injury timeout. We have to stop for, you know, um, this you know, review. Like, yeah. We got to stop. We got to stop. Yeah. We got to stop because this, because they're here we had a, we had an offsides penalty. Ten yard know. line, you know, one yard line, two yard line. Okay, right, time exactly, line. all that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the case or not. I mean, my understanding is, there is people. There are people who are watching out that way, and I know Mexico. They've done a game in two, but you know, like I said, they, you know, they want to grow the game. I can't blame them for that. Um, 
Well, well, it's because you know the things that you know, just like soccer, you know, that's you know, you know, which is huge down there, and you know, as well as in the UK and such, and especially in South America, where it's really big. That's we we can start our own square throne table soccer team. Okay, uh, I don't soccer know if I really of the round table. <laughs> ole, ole, I don't know if I want to be on a field. I don't know if I want to be on a field for three or four hours. You know, it's just that's a hell of a long game. That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running. Then that's just a, be the goalie. Then the goalie. Oh. You need the goalie on those things, man. It's that's it's that's like you know ten ten twelve feet between posts, man. That's a that's a lot of running back and forth. <laughs> Not to mention that it's huge. I don't know. I'll, I, you know, indoor soccer. I, I rather do hockey. I rather do hockey. Indoor soccer. Indoor soccer, I, yeah. indoor I, soccer I, I, I liked a lot better than I liked outdoor soccer because indoor soccer, it was, okay, you don't have to chase everybody all over the place. Outdoor, outdoor it's like, okay, fuck, I got to go run all the way over there. <laughs> dodgeball. You know, I don't think they have dodgeball in the sport. That'd they do. Fun. It's on the Ocho. No, but I'm saying I'm saying you know like professional dodgeball, like that movie. Uh, uh, yeah, a movie called Dodgeball. No, yeah, that, yeah, was... that movie. No, but you know the movie I'm talking about. It wasn't called Dodgeball. Yeah. Yes, Dodge. Yes, it was called Dodgeball. Yeah. It was called Dodge. Okay, I wasn't sure. I thought it went by another name. Right, no. Oh no, you're thinking about Dodgeball. Yeah, Dodgeball. Yeah, that's the one. Oh uh, yeah, that other one. You know you. Dodgeball. <laughs> Guys give me shit over here. You know, you know, the one where they say you, you can dodge your, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You know, that one. <laughs> yeah, with the little cute guy. What was, little cute, was, was that? Will, that wasn't Will Ferrell, was it? It's uh, Ben Stiller. No, no, it's Vince Vaughn. Okay. It's Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller. Vince, Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And yeah, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, <laughs> Vince Vaughn. Um, you know what seems really funny to watch now? Is that What's scene that? where he's that scene in in, in dodgeball when? Oh, is you know, that Vince the movie Vaughn's about dodgeball? Leave. Yeah, that one. Okay, okay, you guys, that's enough. Um, that scene in dodgeball where Vince Vaughn is like at the airport, and then like Lance Armstrong shows up to give him the pep talk about doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like now it's like you that's watch a, that. It's like that didn't it's age like, well. No, that didn't age well at all. Well, just like a lot of just like a lot of those types of movies didn't age well. Well, no, because you know when Lance Armstrong getting caught for the steroid thing, yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, I just it's like you mean with the steroids, Lance? You the right things, there, Lance. Yeah, you did the right thing too, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Our yeah. listeners hopefully will do the right thing by going on Instagram and Twitter and following us at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. Subscribe. You know to get new content. Of course, our other show, News of the Squared, will have all the crazy stories from the Squirrels Roundtable Facebook page. You can follow us on our usual podcast hosting platforms, such as Google, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and a few other smaller ones. I don't know if they're the ones like that. Like, no, Strapcast or Applecast or something. I don't know, whatever. But uh, send us an email if you like, sotrtpodcast at gmail. Uh, well, thanks for By the way, um, uh, I got to tell you, I think we've got some real winners this week for News of the Squared. Oh, it's coming up. 
I, I, I'm telling you, we got some really – it was funny. Early in the week, I was like, oh, we're not going to have anything worthwhile. And then, like, late in the week, it really came on. Like, there's, like, a bunch of stuff where it's, like, just – yeah, like total winners. Yep. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. This is gonna be good stuff. We hope all we're right. all a listen. Uh, thanks for listening, and hope we're uh, looking forward to hearing from us again. Yes, please come on back and listen to more of the Squares of the Roundtable. I'm Jared Ivan. Here's Mike. Here's Jeff. See ya. <laughs>